Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we get into a different band and we uh, we listen to all of their records and we rank them from worst to best and we also give our biggest banger from each of them. Uh, but before we do that, we do we have our six degrees of Tom DeLong. Um, so uh, yeah, while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, give us five stars on there. Please, please go do that. All the social media is at Asinine Radio and we have a Discord server if you want to join that. Hit us up. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number you can call. Leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. And if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, being super obnoxious, is Jeff. I was ready to go, Um, baby. I'm excited. He is. You are excited. So... Uh, let, let's start with our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. Do you have anything? No. We did fucking 13 albums this week. No, I didn't do... I and this is a band that, that w- that's from Southern California. Like, I, why would I you know. do a, a Degree of Tom DeLonge? I agree. I didn't do one because it's they, way too they fucking met. Easy. They probably played Warped Tour at the same time. Well, not only that, but when you think about it, the drummer, what, Mike? Mike McMahon? That's t- what was his name? Byron McCacken. Yeah. Burt he, McCracken. Uh, he's... <laughs> He's one of the, the backup uh, drummers for the Vandals in case Josh Freeze can't play. So, got that. To the Vandals, to Josh Freeze, to uh, Blink. So, easy peasy right there. Um, so, let's uh, let's just get right into it. So, Pennywise have 12, 12 full-length albums. And uh, so, we're going to rank those as well as the compilation 1988, which is the, the two EPs on one comp, on one album. So we're going to add that into the rankings as well because we could do whatever we want and you're going to have to deal with it. So what and, you got for number what? And I just looked it up as you were, I don't know what you're saying, but I just looked it up <laughs> and yeah, Blink and, and Pennywise played Warp Tour like five times together. Of course they did. Come on. So yeah, they, it's, no, it's silly. Yeah. They're, they're way too close. Dude, imagine going <laughs> on a Warp Tour and you like see Blink in the mid 90s and then you go and like see Pennywise right after. <laughs> what a fucking life. <laughs> What Come a time on. to be alive, honestly. Come on. <laughs> Oy. All right. So, yeah, like I said, we're going to rank 13 things. And uh, honestly, I think our bottom, maybe six or seven, we're going to get through very f- fast because uh, there's not a lot there. So what do you got for number 13? Oh, you didn't say go. That's fine. Go. My 13 is uh, The Fuse. Or The Fuse. Or The Fuse. The Fuse. The Fuse. Uh, this is their eighth album, 2005. This was when we graduated in high school. So this is when this came out. But um, this one, this one is my last, my least favorite because I don't remember a goddamn thing from this album. <laughs> After this was over, I couldn't recall anything, nothing, no melodies, <laughs> no guitar parts, nothing. I got through this 35 minutes, and uh, you know, like when you're driving on a road trip, and like the last hour, you realize, like, holy fuck, how did I get here? Yeah, and you just completely zone out. That is what happened with this album. I've that's no like when I drive to your this. house. It's like when I drive to your house. Like I don't, into the driveway I don't remember half the trip. <laughs> You're like, how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> yeah, I have <laughs> no recollection of this record. All right, that's fair. So you have no banger. That's fine. Absolutely. I've done maybe the I don't. Maybe it's a perfect album. I have no idea. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> 
All right, so my, my number 13 uh, is their 12th album, Never Gonna Die. I remember nothing from this. This is just, <laughs> I really don't, man. It's not that it was bad. It's just there's, it sounds like everything else. I mean, outside of a few of the Pennywise records, everything sounds the same. And then even on those those memorable Pennywise records, there's a few songs that just bleed into each other. So, um, yeah, 13 is never going to die, and um, I got nothing else on it. I really don't. Forgettable. So what do you okay. got for 12? Uh, 12, From the Ashes, their seventh album, 2003. This was a tough one because, it's again, I don't think any of these are bad albums. Like They're not bad albums. They're just, mm-hmm. like you said, they're just more of the same, more of the Pennywise formula. Um, the only thing memorable on this one is the acoustic intro to one of the songs. And like Jim's done acoustic stuff before. <laughs> It, yeah. it, so like it's whatever. Um, I don't like it, but that's that's why this is so low because I don't like I don't like the acoustic stuff that he does. I just don't think it translates well. And this I don't know. The, this this album reminded me of a blend of Pennywise and Bad Religion, and so I didn't okay. I didn't really like it. Right. Don't like it. Yeah, you're not, you're not a Bad Religion man. That's okay though. All their music sounds the same too. Uh, all right. So my number twelve is is yesterday's 11th record. I mean, there's really no reason why these two records are, um, are here, um, or ranked at this, this spot because they, I couldn't tell them apart from one another. I couldn't, I just couldn't, there's nothing. I was kind of just spaced out. I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't remember anything from it. So I got no banger, got nothing memorable. (laughs) I know this is boring, but it'll get good. Yeah, no, it'll get good. Definitely. But this next one's going to be good. Okay. So what do you got for 11? About time, their third About album, ninety five. This is this is contested by by some diehard Pennywise fans as like their best album. Like this is okay. this is this this one gets thrown in the ring. And dude, I I've since I've listened to Pennywise, I have never understood this album. I've never thought this was good. This is it's no different than anything else. I I've know. never liked yeah. this album. I I don't think these songs have any memorable memorable melodies. This is just like. I don't know, Pennywise. This is this this is just run of the mill, formulaic Pennywise. I don't know. I respect <laughs> him for still cranking out like aggressive punk album after album after album. That's cool, especially in the mid nineties. That's mm-hmm. fine. I like it. But about time, like, come on, guys. It's not a great album. It's not no. top five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Pennywise, even. <laughs> I know. I I can't believe that that people like it that much. Dude, people die for this album. Like they fucking love this album. It's so friend bizarre. of the pot, friend of the pot, David. I think this is either his number one or number two. What? Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I, I know. God damn. Okay. All right. So, uh, so then, do you have a banger off this one? Uh, I like the song "Perfect People," but I don't even know how it goes. So, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Does not surprise me whatsoever. All right, so my number eleven is uh, is the fuse, the fuse, as some might say. Uh, it's their eighth record, like you said. This one, I had never even heard of this record. I never <laughs> knew this existed. Never seen this album cover, nothing at all. And once again, the music, I don't remember anything from it. Listening to it, I th- I thought I was uh, still on one track. I was two songs later. I didn't even realize it. And yeah, I got nothing else on the Fuse. I'm, I'm telling you, I hate doing this, but fuck, man, there's just so much 
of the same. So that's my number 11, The Fuse. What do you got for 10? Uh, never Gonna Die. This is uh, 2018. This is this is recent stuffs here. Yeah. Why is this, it so high for you? Dude, this was like their most no-effect-sounding album they've ever done. There's so many things mm-hmm. about this that reminded me of, of, of like the Valium to Wolves era of no-effects. And like, not that it's a bad thing, but it's just it's so it's it's so uneventful, and I don't I don't care. Like if I want to listen to this era of no effects, and I will just listen to this era of no effects. This yeah. wasn't a bad album. It was like, dude, what the fuck? I this was stupid. <laughs> this was dumb. This was silly boy talk. But I don't have a banger. But I did I did think the song she said, and like when you edit the pod or whatever, you can listen and, and think affirm what I'm saying or call me crazy. Mm-hmm. But the melody to She Said when he's singing, it reminds me a lot of Mark's verses, like the melody in uh, Hearts All Gone. Okay. Dude, I, I like, mean, I don't, I don't remember the song, the Pennywise song, but I, now I really want to go back and listen to it. Yeah, for sure. Like as you, as you edit it or whatever, listen to the song. And I, I don't know. Like when I was listening to it, I said, dude, this is fucking Hearts All Gone. I swear to God, this is it. <laughs> Okay, I'll go back and listen to it in post. In post, baby. All right, uh, that was your number 10. Let's see. My number 10 is From the Ashes, their seventh record. Um, Once again, man, I got nothing. Okay. I got no notes. I I really don't. I got no notes. That's fine. I got a lot of notes for the, uh, like, my top six. That's fine, yeah. I mean, I I have quite a bit of notes. My my top six as well, so. Um, Okay. So, yeah, what do you got for number nine? Uh, Yesterday's. Their 11th, 2014. Again, not a bad record. There's some memorable stuff here, so it sits a little higher than, than mm-hmm. everything else. There's an instrumental track that, uh, like that alone, is a really cool, fun track, but they've done them better in the past. <laughs> Otherwise, the album is just a little too pop-punky for even me, and uh, the songs like just aren't catchy to be that pop-punky, so it's just mm-hmm. not what I'm looking for. It's not what I want. It's not good enough to turn my head. But the last track on this is it's uh, I can remember that's the song name. Dude, this is mm-hmm. just classic Pennywise gang vocals sing along closer song, baby. It's it's a fucking good song. It was a banger. I was very surprised. I loved it, even if it was a little pop punky. <laughs> I will good say shit. though, they they're a band who have been so consistent from a pro, like like a production mixing sound sound wise. Like not only do the, are the songs all the same. But how they're recorded and produced are almost identical to one another. Every record, yeah, it's pretty remarkable. For thirty years, it, they pretty much sound exactly the same. And well, I think way. the guy, one of the guys that did most of their 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 later albums, um, also produced a lot of like Alkaline Trio and a lot of uh, Aquabats. So there's okay. a lot of like different sounds, just even from a producer standpoint of of, of what's going on here. So I, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is. Gives it a little bit of a flair, even though, you know, we have nothing positive to say about him. I mean, I have nothing uh, negative to say about him, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I it wasn't it wasn't a terrible listen through, but it wasn't memorable whatsoever. It's more like, like fuck, this is what you like. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna keep putting this kind of music out. Okay. Um, all right. So my number nine is about time. Their third album. And I'm with you. I don't know why this album is so popular. Why fans like die for it? They would die for it. It's just, it's it's cookie cutter Pennywise. It still has a little bit of that kind of rawness from their 
their EPs and that that first record, the self titled. But yeah, man, I might as well listen to the first Pennywise record, or I might as well listen to Straight Ahead, yeah. or something. You know, it's I don't need about time. It's forgettable, honestly. It's forgettable. So that's my number nine. So what do you got for number eight? Number eight, All or Nothing, their tenth. Uh-huh. So, so like, let's go back a little bit. So, they're they're bottom five here. I think we have the same bottom five, just in different order. I'd say so. Yesterday's, you have on your bottom five, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, Never gonna die. Yes. Uh, About time. You just said yes. from the ashes and the fuse. Yeah. Yeah, they are bottom five are identical. Yeah. So, who cares? So, like this this one, you're probably gonna <laughs> name your number two because you're a cuck. But yeah, uh, all or nothing. We'll this is um. This is their tenth album, 2012. We're, we're missing Jim. We got we yes. got Zoli over here on on, on Vox, mm-hmm. and the music is still pretty Pennywise, but definitely a lot bouncier, which makes sense because like Zoli doesn't have the same stern tone as Jim does. True. And so you can't you can't crank out another Pennywise album with a different singer because it would just be weird. People wouldn't true like it. True. And it's not a bad album. Um, it's just not what I'm looking for when I listen to Pennywise. I think it's just a little. A little bit too different. Okay. But fair. I also thought that sometimes when, when his aggressive yells, I'm talking mm-hmm. about Zoli, he sounds like Dustin from Thrice. Does he? I don't. Like you get that? I've never I've never made the connection. But maybe if I listen to it again and and think about it, then maybe I can make that connection. But like for one, he yells a lot. Like he's probably think he's in the fucking offspring or something. So he's constantly <laughs> yelling. But when he like aggressive yells, I swear he sounds like Dustin. Like a growl, like a growl kind of yell? Yeah, like that that gritty type yeah, of yell. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to listen again because I, I didn't make that connection when I listened. But I'm, now I'm All really curious about that. All or Nothing. There you go. The only album he did. You got two, you got two homework assignments in post. I do, yes. I know. She Said and All or Nothing, Dustin. There yes. we go. All right. So that was your eight. Yeah, that was your eight. Eight. My number eight is Unknown Road. Second album. Um, this is, this is like, um, this has some of the grittiness, the snottiness of the first record, but way more polished, way more cookie cutter Pennywise, not a bad record. Um, nothing really memorable, but I do, I, you could see them evolving into more of a melodic band and stop taking chances at this point. Cause their first two EPs in that first record, they were taking a lot of, they were doing like genre jumps and doing weird things here and there but yeah this is uh this is pretty much cookie cutter for the most part cookie cutter pennywise so that's what i got for number eight is unknown road okay so what do you got for number seven for me uh unknown road yeah their second album 1993 this is just i think it's a good album like at this point like at this point price price permitting i probably buy all of these all my top seven wow I would. And oh, I know just road. get all for nothing. All or nothing. Just get all or nothing. That's I mean that's not going to happen. I would I would probably never buy that. But <laughs> like I, I I do think this is a good album. I do. I like this album. I just think it's a weaker self-titled. The energy and aggression yeah, is still yeah. here, but I'd rather just jump back to self-titled cuz I mean obviously I haven't mentioned it yet, but that's a great album. There are some really good songs on this though, like Time to Burn. That is a classic iconic Pennywise track. That's like a deep cut for the true Yeds because mm-hmm. it's a crazy popular song and it's really good. But Unknown Road, it's a good it's a good album. It's a good album. And they're releasing a beer for Unknown Road. 
through uh, El Segundo Brewery. Yeah. Okay. Is it going to be a lager or something? I can see them putting out a lager, not an IPA. They are putting out a, I think, a golden ale. Oh, okay. Because they wanted something that tasted like malt, like something malty and, and beer tasting, <laughs> but they didn't want to do anything hoppy or an IPA. They wanted, they wanted it to be crushable, but they wanted it to taste like like malt beer, essentially. So like a King Cobra or something. Yeah, which uh, I think that fits Pennywise super well. I think that's fucking. I think dope. it does too. Yeah, I like that. So I like it. You keep your eyes out for this for this uh, for this beer because yeah, because it'll probably see hit. it out here. It'll probably hit California before it ever hits Arizona. So yeah. But it, it, the the can the label on the can is the same artwork for the uh, album artwork Unknown Road. And oh, okay. if you buy, I think if you buy like a four pack or a six pack or whatever, you get a download code for just the instrumentals of Unknown Road, which is kind of cool. <laughs> that's weird. I mean, I imagine that's probably pretty boring. Well, I'm sure the same, but... the same Fletcher, same Fletcher riffs over and over again. I mean, I'll, I'll <laughs> get into these riffs later on, but I think it's cool to to offer something like that that you. I assume can't get anywhere else, and it's yeah. like it, who cares? Like you just—it's it's, unique it's instrumental tracks from a fucking album that's not their greatest. Who cares? But I like it. I think it's cool. All right, my uh, my number seven is Reason to Believe, their ninth record. Uh, the only reason why this one stands out more than everything I've said before is because there's it's a lot more metal influence. It's a lot heavier than. I think really anything I've heard from Pennywise, there's some heavy songs on here. I mean, or heavy part. I don't want to say heavy songs, but heavy parts. I don't have a favorite song off this record, but I just noticed listening to it. I'm like, wow, this part's actually really cool. I never knew Fletcher could play something this kind of heavy. He's just never done it. He's always just like, just a fast guitar player, fast riff riff player. But there's some, there's some cool moments on this one, but, um, Outside of the, those metal moments, which, like I said, I've never heard them do before, uh, it's it's typical Pennywise, but eh, it's cool. It's a cool record. Reason to believe, my number seven. Damn, so, still no bangers. No bangers. Still no there. bangers. My the, my next one has a banger. My next one has a banger. Okay. So, so what do you got for number six? Reason to believe. Okay. I just feel like I'm just like chasing you at this point. I know. Yeah. This is uh, their ninth album, 2008. This one... This is one of the more surprising albums that I listened to by Pennywise because, yeah, this is the most metal they've ever sounded. Right. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Dude, there's a couple really good bangers on this album. I like We'll Never Know because it has Jim like fluctuate his voice in a way that he rarely does, and he's never done it like this. Mm-hmm. And there's cool backup harms in it. And I was reading like the bass player, Randy, had a big hand in writing the album, and like the band as a whole wanted to go kind of back to their early days of writing mm-hmm. as like a like a punk band rather than like the Pennywise band because I mean there's two <laughs> kind of different things there but if that's true and I listened to Randy's other band too uh, One Hit Wonder this week I've always heard of them but I've never listened to them yeah it's whatever it's uh, fine okay no big deal but um, you know it's just, yeah dude you're right like this for sure this is this is the most metal they've ever done and it's pretty damn good but um, yeah as as long as long as we can, that's the opener. That's the opening track. That one is my favorite, but only as it leads to one reason. The second song, the opening swells in, which is kind of lame. I I think that's lame to do that. A swell into the opening song, weak. Mm-hmm. 
But afterwards, it drops into like a really great like hardcore punk song, and it bounces in the same way like all them early AFI songs bounce around and are super fun. And yeah. then that second song, that second song is like, dude, it's just some like like super hardcore like Slipknot riff shit. Like it was so good. I've never <laughs> heard Pennywise be this like aggressive, this metal- metallic aggressive on an LP. This is unbelievable. And they probably never done it since because this record didn't go anywhere. Yeah, and they'll never do it again. Yeah. I do remember seeing this album being promoted a lot on MySpace at the time. Like, because remember MySpace at this time was kind of on its way out. Yeah. But they were still promoting a lot of shit on their, on their MySpace at the time. So I remember seeing this cover a lot. Yeah. This was like their, their attempt at like return to form, just classic era Pennywise, like Jason Thirsk era Pennywise writing songs and being punk and aggressive and stuff, I guess. <laughs> All right. So that's your number six. Yeah. Uh, my number six is uh, Full Circle. This is their fourth record. Uh, the, what? The only reason, yeah, I know. What in the fuck? What? Where do you think this should? Wait, did you already say Full Circle? You didn't, right? No. But like all or nothing above Full Circle? Are you crazy? Yeah, Full Circle is my number four. Are you fucking uh, high? I feel like at this point, this is where they're they're kind of getting into more the straight up melodic kind of Pennywise that we hear on Straight Ahead and Land of the Land of the Free. And uh, <laughs> so That's good. this is this is like the beginning of that. So it was kind of it was nice not hearing as much cookie cutter Pennywise. Um, and I do have a favorite song on this one and it is got, get a life mm. because damn dude, that song is fucking fast. That bass is turned up so loud in the mix and he's just like, he fucking is just kind of going all over the place. Sometimes he has some amazing transitions and parts in this song. I think that, that song is absolutely killer. Get a oh, life. It's a banger of a song. Absolutely banger of a fucking song. song. So yeah, that's my number six full circle. So what do you got for number five? Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, number five is the, the EPs, Wild Card, uh, Word from the Wise. Okay. Those are, that's number five. Um, I, I, I don't have anything like really negative to say about this. I think these are great. Um, these are what got me into Pennywise. Wow. Um, specifically, it was Stand By Me, got me into Pennywise. And then it was Straight Ahead. And then right after it was Land of the Free. <laughs> I, almost, I almost didn't do the thing. <laughs> But um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate these. These are just, these are fun to listen to because Pennywise has made a name for themselves as being Pennywise. They have, they have one sound and they do that sound for twenty plus years. When mm-hmm. you listen to this, you just think like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Like, when did this happen? When did the transition happen? And yeah. I like the transition because they put out some amazing records, and I don't think this sound could have lasted as long as they do now. There's no way. But true, true. these are fun. These are fun songs. There's a bunch of covers on here. They do a, a, a Black Flag cover. They do a Stand By Me cover. And <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's just like really great, fun, kind of like younger kid, like JFA style, like just younger kid punk music. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I think it's great. I love it. I've always loved these. And um, I don't know. It's number five. Because number five. Not, it's not an album. Well, it, You're lucky I didn't fucking be. put it in here. It should be. It should be an album. You're like, I can put it in here and fucking want to do it. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so my number five is All or Nothing. Finally, right? God damn, finally. finally. You really thought this was going to be like my number two or something? 
Yeah, because you're you oh, you just you're the worst. You're such you're a the cunt. worst. You think like Corn's live cunt. renditions of Falling Away from Me is like the best thing ever. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. So All or Nothing, tenth record. Uh, like like you said, this is the only album that that Jim didn't sing on. That Zoli, the singer from Ignite, sang on. And uh, I I like this one. I like how it is. It is a little bit a little bit lighter. It's not as uh, aggressive sounding. And it was just so nice to not hear Jim sing because <laughs> damn dude, he gets so tiresome. Like I've never, I think he's, I mean, he is by far the worst part of the band. Like 100% the worst part of the band. There's no worst part of the band. He's well, the least best. Jim is, but, uh, and he gets very tiresome very, very quickly. So it was nice hearing Zoli come in because he does have a lot more range than Jim does. He tries to, to, to shake it up a bit and do something a little bit different. And that's what I like about this record. It's not all the same cookie cutter songs. I mean, there are some songs that bleed into one another, but this song is, this album is just more exciting for me. Honestly, I think it's a solid, solid album. I don't have a lot of complaints about it. Really. I think for what Zoli came into and how massive Pennywise is in the scene to come and do this record is very, very impressive. And I mean, he comes from Ignite, which is a very popular band in the scene, but nothing compared to Pennywise. And filling Jim's shoes is insane. And I think it, I think it even got to him to the point where he he called Jim and said, "You should come back to Pennywise." Yeah, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. Like I fucking mean, broke his back. Dude. He like, broke he his like back. Back surgery, and he didn't want to do it no more. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, then Jim came back after this. So yeah, that's my oh, and my my favorite my favorite song off this is uh, "Let Us Hear Your Voice." single the single man mm. this is you know what? i'm gonna fucking say it. this is my favorite pennywise song i don't give a uh, fuck you, i don't you give are a fuck the fucking worst when i you when i heard worst. when i heard this song on k i heard the song on k-rock how could you possibly out. think that song is like better Dude, than I've just, even their mainstays fuck authority bro him alien no. like are you Aliens, crazy yeah i love alien too but god you're the fucking you Dude, have no idea what you're talking about i don't like, think you've ever listened to here i don't think you've ever listened to the nah. song you haven't like t- what what what's going on with you right now is that you you're you're such a pennywise cuck that you you think anything outside of the norm outside of the cookie cutter pennywise is terrible and that's why you're saying that no dude i, I, ranked, acting, I ranked all or nothing my my eighth best There's i know and five other low. albums that were worse than that uh, and that's still too low too low but yeah all or nothing. Let us hear your voice. That's a fucking good nothing song, from dude. all or nothing is better than Brohim. Nothing from all or nothing is better than Fuck Authority. Nothing from all or nothing is better than Alien. Okay. Right. You, I mean, you just your 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 opinion is wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. It is. Oh, it is what it man. is. Well, you're throwing a lot of no nos out there right now, dude. I'm so, I, I'm all discombobulated. <laughs> so, what's your number four? Uh, Pennywise is Pennywise, their first album, baby, 1991. This was, dude, this is a powerhouse of songs. This is all like my top four. I, I for sure want to, and will buy on the vinyls. Full circle is getting like a repress pretty soon. Okay. On the, uh, on, on on the, on the boards. I've seen people talk about it. Amazon has it up for pre-order. Um, okay. But yeah, dude, the Pennywise is Pennywise. Uh, this is this is like setting the standard for what a good punk band should just sound like. This is a period of like SoCal punk rock, where, dude, like they didn't know what they were getting into. Like they, mm-hmm. they were, they shook them, they shook them, baby. 
This is like minor threat punk stuff mixed with mixed with black Mick, flag Mick aggression, with. <laughs> all while bringing this fun and angry energy to like every single song on this album. Every single song on this album is just absolutely fantastic. This is yeah. something that people were not prepared for, and for them to jump from their EPs to this sound, like fuck, man, that is unreal. That is unbelievable. This album is so goddamn good. It's so good. It 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 is. It really is. That's it's why so I haven't good. Said it yet. That's I mean, it, so like, come out fighting. That's damn great, damn great song. Come and out fighting. <laughs> it's so, so good. Catchy. It's, it's so, so good. <laughs> and and like, I like the Vandals doing it. I think that is great. This is a you know, obviously they covered this song. It's different. They do their own thing, and I love it. But like when 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 Jim is singing this one, it's dude, it's to die for. But it's fucking great, man. But come on, my guy. Like if you. Bro him. Who doesn't like bro him? I this like the, bro him. This is yeah. so good. You're so fucking oh, I like bro is, him. I, your brain I is do. poo. It's all pooed up. To think that anything from all or nothing is better than bro him. That's just insanity. Absolute Lin sanity. It is. Yeah. It's Lin sanity. You better stop. You better I'm stop. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through all the fucking no no <laughs> list. Go through all I, the no-no I can't lists. even right now. I can't even. You it's, better it, not. This, this song is a staple in the punk community. A staple. I, then, I like, agree. It is. It is. Dude, and like nostalgia too. Like just any Anaheim Ducks hockey game, right? Every time yeah, they score a goal, they play the fucking song. It's God fucking damn it, Tyler. God damn it. I I think it's fucking. It's a it's a great song. Absolutely. The I, fact that you chose any song from All or Nothing is just, it just shows it just shows your true colors. It shows your no, true it, colors. It just shows that I think outside the box and I'm no, more of a it shows it shows that you're trying you're trying so hard to be like sophisticated and 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 pretend to the world that like. Like like you have some complexity to you, <laughs> but really everyone just sees you as as a fucking uh, a goblin. You're got <laughs> <laughs> like, a goblin. It's like the the worst insult ever. That's <laughs> all I get down. That's all. It's I like the think most of. childish off the cuff. That's all thing. I could think of. You're a fucking goblin. You're. Uh, wow. Wow. Oh, man, I just cannot even believe that you. I just okay, whatever. Yeah, it's the way she goes, boys. At least, at least three out of your top four are correct. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so, what? So, what, so your oh, your favorite was was bro him and and come out fighting. So yeah, there you go. So my number four is Pennywise's Pennywise first record. I love the snottiness that they still had on this record. It was definitely more polished. It was it was a step up production wise from the first two EPs, and. This is like just a great combination. This is a great bridge and combination of what they were and what they were about to become. And and I think this is a solid record. This is where I would this is we're now at the point where I would get all these records on vinyl. My top Whoa. four on vinyl. And two of them I have on vinyl now. So this one I don't yet. But uh no, this is this is a really good punk record and my, my favorite song is Come Out Fighting and Bro Him. They Come Out Fighting because I know that song mainly because of the Vandals. And it wasn't until probably very recently where I realized, oh shit, this is actually a cover. It's not a Vandal song. But I just, I love the way the Vandals do it. It's so goofy and so much fun. And Pennywise are still really fun with their version. But yeah, it's like you said, it's a little bit more serious because Jim has a more commanding voice than Dave does. But uh, yeah, no, this is this is a solid fucking record. Come oh, out fighting. Oh, oh. And of course, bro him. Of course, bro him. I mean, come on. You're just, you're just straight, you're a straight silly boy. 
If, You're a straight if, silly boy. If you, you think, think that anything you don't from like All that or song. Nothing is better than Brohim. You legit think a song from All or Nothing is better than Brohim. That's what you said. That That is correct. <laughs> that is stupid. Yes. That's what that well, is. No, it's called being smart. Um, <laughs> 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 all right. Yeah, so that's number four. Is, uh, is <laughs> That's what that's <laughs> called, yes. <laughs> Goblin, <laughs> fucking goblin! Oy. Oh my god! So yeah, Pennywise is Pennywise. My number four. So what do you got for number three? Number three, Full Circle. Their fourth album, ninety-seven. This is their first album like after so after Thirst died. This is, uh, you know, I I thought I thought Jason Thirst was a was a was a good bass player. Um, yeah. I think Randy is better. I think uh, just. Given more From a time, technical standpoint. I guess maybe like Jason would have been better. Obviously, wasn't that much time, but um, dude, the bass playing is here is just it's super solid. They're now cemented. They are now like mainstays in the punk scene. They are now like yeah. the Vandals type of punk band that are pretty much like untouchable. They really yeah, are, yeah. and still to this day. I mean, it's not just because of the music, but the lore and, and and the actions of Pennywise too. But this album this album rips, man. It rips and it's it's like pretty heavy sonically and lyrically. It's heavy. It's dark. This is like the the, the name of the album Full Circle coming off of, of like a horrible suicide from a friend in the band. Like I can't even imagine what it's like to to start a band, put out two albums, start gaining a bunch of traction, you know, put out like another album, everyone's starting to like you a lot, and then like Dude, your bass player like fucking shoots himself, and in he's the chest. dead. In the and chest, and he's now dead. Not even in so, the face or the head, the chest. So, like, what do you do? Do you Fuck. continue on? Do you? Do you? I, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. And so, dude, my banger here for is Brohim again, for different reasons. Oh my because, god! Because 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 him from Pennywise. Any Pennywise other Pennywise. band you would have. Uh... Because it's different. They redid it. This is his song. This is Jason Thirst's song. I know, I know. And who even knows, honestly, because writing credits at that time, who knows, really? I feel like, you know, blasphemous, I guess, or shoot me. But I, f- I feel like after he died, maybe they, they gave most writing credits to him. Probably. Just to do it again. But that, but who, I mean, that's being negative for no reason other than being negative. <laughs> but um, I don't know. The, like, like th- this, this is a band that is dealing with death. And now they are really maturing into their own. They're writing music together that is more complex than their previous outputs. Like Fletcher is doing some cool stuff with his riffs that are just more diverse than previously. And we've mm. heard him do like a lot of cool soloing and a lot of cool kind of like wanky stuff with the EPs. But then we don't yeah. really hear it like bleed into the first two, three, four albums. But Full Circle, man, this Full Circle is, is this is like their debut album. And what better way to like, start the new chapter of Pennywise than to redo like a punk staple. And it, like Broham was not as popular then as it is now. No. And this is, we're, this is only 97. So Broham is not as popular as it is now. They redo the song. They shout out Jason Thirsk. You know, they, there's a lot of money being donated. There's a lot of time and energy being put into like the Thirsk family. I think this is just a great album. I think Broham was a, was a classy touch on an old song that they redid in a classy way to kind of both acknowledge like a fallen brother, but then also yeah. also start a new chapter. And I think Full Circle's Full Circle's fantastic. It's a solid record. It really is. It, really it is. is so good. It is. Uh, it should be top four for you. I don't understand why it's not. <laughs> That's fine. 
I told you why. Because all or nothing is better. But okay. Oi. <laughs> oh, it makes you so mad. But whatever. Because it's so silly. Care. It's so silly. But it's so true. It's so true. They're just a silly band. Um, let's see here. What do I got? My number three is Land of the Free. Dude, why? Um, how? The, the, the EPs are not that good. Well, they're not we'll top see. two. Sta- like, what are you talking about? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Land, Land of the Free is uh, it's their sixth record. <laughs> uh, this this record, honestly, Land of the Free and Straight Ahead, they're only in my top three because there's a lot of nostalgia there. I mean, I listened to a lot of the, I listened to these two records a lot in high school. Um, uh, yeah, these were really the only two Pennywise records I ever listened to. So there's a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of just fun related to it. And this is when they were at their, their catchiest and they were at their most popular, I guess, because, you know, alien obviously was a huge hit. Victim of reality was huge. Um, land, land of the free. Or no, not Land you of the Free. You love um, that so much, don't you? Fuck Authority was huge too. So I don't know. There was a, it was just a cool time for punk music at the time, uh, you know. And then on top of that, you know, you had Offspring come out with Americana, Conspiracy of One. It was just a really solid fucking output of this kind of punk music, and that's really why these two records are as high as they are because of of that and just where they sit in time. So Land of the Free is uh, my number six, and my my favorite song is the title track. So. It's a good one. It, it's it's just like a good, it's just a good aggressive anthemic during the chorus kind of song. There's some really great guitar leads. the The drum fills are fucking top notch in this song. Yeah, dude, it's it's a great it's a great fucking track. Great album. I love I love this album. And I have it on vinyl, so that's right. What is wrong with you? Just okay. That's fine. <laughs> so what do you have for number two? Land of the Free, Land okay. of the Free. Okay, I say I, I'd say you're weird when I'm trying when I'm when I'm pressing for it. Yeah, you really go for the high note when you say Land of, free? Land of the Free. Free. Uh, see, the more I say, it just sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, what do you? What happened? I mean, they put a question mark there, so you have to ask it like a question. Yeah, we're still talking about that question today, twenty-one years later. <sighs> it's true. This is so, um, this is this is second tier iconic Pennywise. If we talk like full circle is is like it's our second generation, I should say, like full circle being first generation iconic Pennywise, Land of the Free, is is second <laughs> generation iconic Pennywise. Besides Brelham, like Fuck Authority, that that is their most popular song. Fuck Authority might be their most popular song. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I, I, like I probably back and forth. But this album is just it's it's chock full of bangers, and they're melodic and they're pop melodies with sludgy guitars. They are writing, dude. They're at the top of the writing here. Honestly, I always see punkers complain that like Pennywise would eventually become a more pop band than like the true punk, and but like it's no different than most of the shit Bad Religion put out, fucking album after album <laughs> after album. So get yeah. the fuck out of here. I love this album. There's a few tracks on here that are that are a little bit weak, and Jim sings, and it's uh, it's some type of ballad shit. Um, but the first like eight or nine songs, honestly, just perfect. They're perfect. They are banger after banger after banger but then there's only like a couple after that that i'm I'm just not that into otherwise dude this this album is 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 unreal this album is absolutely unreal and they're not even talking about the nostalgia with me like this is i got straight ahead right before land of the free free okay (laughs) it's it's the free like that part i don't know why i say it's so weird (laughs) 
I got I got straight ahead right before Land of the Free came out. <laughs> and so that's that's why that's why Straight Ahead is my favorite. Um but I like I wanna say like Fuck Authority yeah. is not my favorite song from this album because that's cliche and I don't I'm gonna try and pretend like I'm Tyler and, and pick something else that's a good song but not the classic Pennywise song. But Fuck Authority is my favorite. It is. That's fine. Care. Yeah, that's it's a fine. dope it's a song. song. And it makes me fucking laugh. It makes me smile every time I hear it. And the gang vocals, like the blatant disrespect, everything. It's all good, <laughs> baby. It's like pizza. Disrespect. It's all good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'll play shit in my car and I'll smile and I'll smirk while everyone else listens to their fucking stupid hip hop trap shit. And I'll play Fuck Authority because it's dumb. It's just as dumb as that stuff. Yeah, it's true. Lyrics are love stupid, it. terrible, but fun. Oh shit. Okay. So that is your number two. My number two is straight ahead. You are the fucking worst. There's no I don't care. way. There's no way. I don't care. I don't care at all. So like literally so. this entire week was a complete waste of time for you because the only Pennywise <laughs> that you like doesn't even sound like Pennywise. So, yeah, obviously your number one is straight ahead. So my, my number one, yeah, is 1988. It's the You're comp. Such it's, it's the first wiener. two EPs. I don't give a fuck. I don't because you those are. You're two... a fucking wiener. It's, not, it's <laughs> honestly not even that good. It's not perfect. It is that good. Top of the, no, it's not that good. It's not. <sighs> it is because it's it has. It's typical punk shit. It has the snotty, the snotty punk. It has the fun, the fun elements it, before they got super serious. And I fucking love it. Like the, the, my favorite song is "Maybes." It's just a cool kind of funk tune that sounds a lot like the Vandals in the early '90s. I this record just Jim doesn't sound like Jim, which is nice. He doesn't have that macho that macho style and sound yet, and it just sounds like a band that's actually having fun. They're still having fun playing music before they get overly serious by the second third record. So. I, I think these two EPs are, are amazing. I had never heard these EPs before until you made me listen to this compilation, like, not even a year ago. And, I knew you like it, too. And I couldn't cut. believe like how good fucking... it was. Yeah. It was so good. And, of course, I have it on vinyl, because I don't give a fuck. It's fucking fantastic. I I have no regrets at all. Do you have the green-colored vinyl? Yes, yes. Which matches nothing on the, uh, on the artwork. <laughs> yeah, on the cover, yeah. <laughs> but... Dude, this is uh, this is fantastic. This is like perfect snotty rock, snotty punk rock from the eighties, nineties. I cannot believe this is your number one. I've your favorite bad Pennywise. Your favorite Pennywise isn't even Pennywise, essentially. That, exactly because it doesn't have that macho that macho sound to it. Like I said, Jim is the worst part of the band, which is so crazy because like Pennywise has been kind of like overtaken by like bro culture. Yeah, but that's not. That's not I like know what that's Jim is about at all. I know. Like his, his, his lyrics are so fucking positive. They're so like forward thinking. They're so just like be a good person. Yeah. And he I fucking hates. Hate, like Pennywise hates that these like Nazi fucks come to the shows. They hate that these bro shitheads come to the shows. They hate that these idiot fucking drunk Marines always show up to their shows and start fights. They can't stand it. I, I agree. I, I think his message and his lyrics are, are the complete opposite of how they're portrayed. But still his vocals just sometimes they get kind of annoying it's just the way she goes i I don't know but 1988 it was uh it was a much different much different time for the band so yeah that's my number one it's the compilation 
So that's cool. So, uh, so we have anything else on the rankings? That's it. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, give us five stars, social media, Asinine Radio. You know the drill. Get into it. Stay tuned for the main episode. And that's it. That's, that's all. all. Billy Corgan. <laughs>